This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 22. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host, the man who's getting too big for his t-shirts because he's lifting too much weights, the man who has his own Funko Pop, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Adam Jehoshaphat Tetris. Everybody's trying to, like, I, I don't care how much you sold. If, if you're playing on radio, are you connecting? Picasso is dead. Steve Jobs is dead. Uh-huh. Walt Disney is dead. Yeah. Name somebody living that you can name in the same breath as them. Adam Jehoshaphat Tedaris. Anyway, that was, uh, that was my <laughs> Kanye West rant, which well, was featured on Ellen DeGeneres. Um, you were writing for him? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was writing for him. First of all, I just want to apologize, daytime television, for, for my realness. Mm. I want to apologize for my realness. And Comic Book Junto listeners, I want to apologize for my realness. Octavius? I want to apologize for my realness. Right. Is it coming through, my realness? Are you picking up on it? I get it. I see you what got you're it? doing. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That, that rant made my week last week. Yeah? I had like a stomach bug on Thursday. And Sounds some, terrible. It was very, very, very bad. It was the kind of thing where you just don't even want to move. I don't want to open my eyes. I don't want to see anything. Those are the worst. Yeah, I was just, I was entombed. Disgusting. And somebody sent me the link of the Kanye West rant on the Ellen DeGeneres show. And I was healed instantly. Really? Instantly. Wow. And then I threw up again several times. But okay, so maybe not a heal. <laughs> in that moment. You in, heal, or you were healed instantly and yeah. you instantly afterwards became sickened again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I came around. I just had a moment. Very good. How you doing, man? Doing all right. Yeah. Um, excited to get the show popping. Yeah, me too. Um, lots of news going on. Lots of people who are <sighs> talking. It's a big week. Lots of lots of talking going on, on the internet. Lots of comic books to discuss. Lots of dense comic books to discuss. You know, we always say it's a good time to be a geek. Right now, today, as we record this, uh huh, it's a, it's difficult. I felt like work this week. It hurts. I felt like work. Yeah, and we're gonna get into that. Let's do shortly. it shortly. Uh, before we even get into that, uh, before we actually even get into news, I want to address something. On Sunday, preacher hit AMC. Mm-hmm. And I did not see it. I have not had the opportunity to watch it yet. Yes. But I plan to, and I've heard good things. Yes. Octavius, Shot Clock, what did you think? I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, The action scenes were great. Um, Is there a lot of action in it? Yeah. 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 Very 
Quentin Tarantino esque. Oh, so a lot of violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sped up. Unless it's like Hateful Eight, in which it's like just slow. (laughs) Wait, was this a three-hour-long pilot? Three-hour like stagecoach ride. (laughs) Yeah. No intermission. Yeah, but I'm interested in seeing where it's going. They did a great job of introducing the characters. Yeah, like that's what really what the episode did. It kind of created the created the world. Yeah. Introduced you to the characters, didn't really give you a full background, but you're kind of like, okay, this is the person I should pay attention to, attention to this person also, this person also. Um, and they showed me some like great action scenes. Yeah. Especially to be on regular TV. So yeah, I'm into it. Every Sunday, correct? That's right. So you are in for the second. Do we know how many episodes are going to be in I don't season? know, but I know that next Sunday is going to be a repeat oh. of this past Sunday's, and they're going to do Talking Preacher afterwards. Everything is talking now. Yeah. because Like gonna... Talking Dead. They do it for Game of Thrones as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's... What do they do? They watch The uh, Throne. Watch I think. The Thrones, the guys, yeah, the guys yeah, yeah. From who used to be on... Um, they they have a show called The Watch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. They have a show called The Watch and that's where Watch the Thrones comes from. I got you. And also a playoff of Watch the Throne. Of course. Of course. When are we going to do a watch thing? Like a Talking Dead or we a should, Watch? I was, you know what's funny? I was thinking about doing Preacher. So we thinking do about Preacher. doing like, you know, little mini episodes so people can follow along and yeah. like watch Preacher with us. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Us. All right, maybe we do something like that. Yeah, we got to we got to carve it out in the schedule because internet. Let's be honest, we're going to be honest right now. We always say we're going to start this at one time. <laughs> ends up starting. We hit record two hours later. All right. Well, like in fairness, today is an extra special day. Yeah, because we had uh, rebirth to go through, which is eighty pages. Yes. That's yes. a, it was a textbook and lots of dialogue on every panel of every page. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. So reading books today. I mean, the books came out this morning. We have our day at some point in time. You need to sit down and open up the books before we, we hit record on the show right yeah. now. Yeah. And today it was a lot, man. Yeah. I oh. actually called myself like, yeah, I'm getting here. I'm going to just read through real fast. I got here. I got here early. Yeah. Two hours later. <laughs> And you're still only halfway through Rebirth. Right now, I read it all the way through. (laughs) All right, all right. Let's get into the news. But Preacher, watch it. And uh, you know know what? Here's Mm. the thing. We said we're going to do this in the beginning. We skipped right past it. This podcast (laughs) is a product of Bear Fruit. (laughs) Uh, Follow Bear Fruit on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all at B3ARFRUIT. Go to bearfruit.com, sign up for the newsletter, check out the shop. And you can continue um, to enjoy this podcast because mm-hmm. Bear Fruit fits the bill. In in the spirit of DC Rebirth and and timeline and continuity mm-hmm. situations, you know, like that was our flashpoint. That was Comic Book Junto flashpoint. Yeah, where we, just, we you know we just sort of exited exited from a normal continuity for and a we moment. came back. Uh huh. Uh-huh. We're back. I think it makes it more provocative, as far as I'm concerned. It's provocative. It wasn't a mistake. It gets the people going. It gets the people going. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knows what it means. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's get into this news. Let's 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 bring this all together. Okay, let's get into it right off the bat. We got some news this past week that confirms something you and I talked about already. It has to do with casting for the new Spider-Man movie. Word on the street then was Michael Keaton was potentially going to be Vulture or in the movie at all, most likely as the Vulture, right. as Adrian Toomes. And now the director 
of that film of Spider-Man Homecoming tweeted a video of, or a vine rather of Michael Keaton. And wasn't it a vine? It was a, it was probably just a gif. Like a gif. Yeah. yeah. Listen to me. I don't even know what media extensions what are. The kids, are. What are the kids doing now? What was that? He posted a flip book. What? He posted a flip book. What'd you say? Yeah, I'm I'm really betraying my my like millennial status it's right now. It's all good, man. Uh so look, the director shows the footage of the actor in question. I feel like that is a strong indication that they got that on lock. I could be. So I feel like that's you know, a good I thing. Mean, if it's not, that's the worst tease. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, if it's not, why would you do that? Cuz you know how people do. Misdirection or people just like they feel like they have something locked. And they just go ahead and put it out there just to go, nah, we've gone in a different direction. Yeah. So, but I hope that's not the case because Michael Keaton is great. Yeah. You know? I mean, my, was he in Spotlight recently? Was that him? Yeah, Spotlight. Spotlight. He was in Spotlight. He was Birdman. fantastic in Spotlight. Birdman as well. Birdman was awesome. Batman. And Batman. Yeah, of and course. And many things in between. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, if that comes together... I'm excited. I'm excited for Spider-Man altogether. Yeah. Like after seeing Captain America Civil War and, you know, seeing the relationship between Iron Man and Spider-Man, I'm I'm ready to see how they do this because they did such a great job. Well, speaking on that, as far as Spider-Man being in Civil War and what you and I have been referring to as the thwipping point, yeah, where we have characters making cameos in different franchises and possibly Bringing it together. Yeah, and possibly bringing it together. Meaning having our X-Men and our Fantastic Four mm-hmm. and our Avengers all be in the same mm-hmm. world. We want to see that. Yes, we do. We want to see that. That's what we want. So this is maybe not quite that, but it's exciting nonetheless. Chris Evans says he would very much like to have Captain America cameo in the new Spider-Man movie. Yeah, because but the other thing is, I don't know that he... Let's give context. It's not like he woke up in the morning and said, oh, we're going to have this interview. First thing I'd like to say is I want to be in Spider-Man. Yeah, no, no, It was no, no, more no. like, I think he was asked about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. And I think he said... Well, that's kind of intergalactic-y outer, outer space, you know. Yeah. I'm kind of a boots-on-the-ground type dude, more like a Spider-Man. Kind of like an in-comparison thing. Yeah, but not- the, thing, the thing that gets me, though, is he can say that. He's the actor, right? So it's not like he's writing the script or doing the deals, right. so far as I know. But he can say that, and that's possible. And that's because we had the whipping point. That's mm-hmm. because we had those franchises mm-hmm. smushed together. Yes. And now that sort of thing is not total conjecture. Right. Like, yeah, it's we're a not. Possibility. It's a possibility. You know, it's a possibility that Spider-Man is going to not only be in the um, Infinity War movies, but play a role. Yeah. You, you know? know, the thing that gets me is. You know the show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., big thing. Marvel's big tagline for that show is, it's all connected. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, show me an episode where they mention Captain America by name. I don't watch the show. They rarely do. Do you watch it? I watched the first two seasons, and I really enjoyed them. And I, I, for whatever reason, I haven't continued since. Yeah. Um, But I really enjoyed them. They they got a certain cheese factor, but they were Mm -hmm. fun anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... They very rarely mention other characters. They they have a sly nod yeah. where they'll do that thing. They'll be like, well, you know that that thunder guy or right, right, hey, right, that right. big green person running the around. The big green guy. Yeah. Yeah. So they do that thing, but they won't have, they don't actually name drop. Mm-hmm. And they will definitely not cameo that character in the show. Yeah. So it's all connected. Well, but like, is it? Well, I mean, I'm, I don't watch the show, but I definitely feel like there's 
contractual stuff that's involved. No doubt. You know what I mean? Like something being on Netflix and then something being on what, what channel is uh, it's on six ABC. Yeah. So if it, so if you put daredevil on ABC, I can yeah. see Netflix being like, Hey, whoa, whoa, hey, that's a, he's, he's ours. Like that's, yeah, of course we have a contract. Like that's competition. Why are you going to give our golden, you know, golden goose? Is yeah. that right? Am I saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you going to give our golden goose to our competition? Yeah. Like, I don't want to see, you know, Luke Cage and Iron and Iron Fist and Jessica Jones and whoever else comes to Netflix. Oh, speaking of Netflix, this uh. is this is news that's not on our list, but this is something I remembered. Mm. Word on the street is Netflix just signed a deal with Disney. Okay. So that, you know, they have an exclusive rights to like Disney, Marvel Studios, like content. Okay. So what's gonna be happening is from what, what the internet is saying, we're gonna be seeing you know, all the Disney stuff, all the Marvel stuff exclusively on Netflix. Oh. You know? So when Captain America Civil War comes out. Yeah. You know, when what's the dinosaur movie they just put out recently? Dinosaur. The good, the good, the good dinosaur. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the Pixar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The good dinosaur. You know. <laughs> dinosaur. <movie. laughs> dinosaur. Dinosaur. Moon movie. Girl, Devil know. Dinosaur coming the out? The new Jurassic Park. I don't right. know. Um, and uh, like, you know, Star Wars and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's big. That is. That's big for Netflix. But, you know, even in that, there's a deal there. Like, oh, we're going to exclusively get the rights. This is not going to pop up somewhere else. It just makes me feel like Phil Coulson with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is calling up Cap and saying, because they, they've, Coulson right. and Cap have been in the same side movie. by side. Yeah. In the same movie. Phil Coulson, at the beginning of every episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he calls up and he says, hey, Steve, do you want to be in this episode? Oh, man, you can't make it? Damn. Okay. Maybe next time? He does it again Oh, well, you going to be in Spider-Man's movie, though. <laughs> yeah. I saw what you wrote. Oh, you want you got to go now? Yeah. Oh, you got to go now? Oh, okay. All right. Look, I saw what you tweeted, okay? Yeah. Why don't you follow me back? How about that? I'm I can't with- DM you or nothing. You don't answer my emails. <laughs> yes. Phil Coulson and Steve Rogers are upset. He's like, I don't you know how to use. I don't know how to use this social media stuff. These kids use. I just got thought out of ice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. Give me, give me a break. I still got a notepad and a pen. What what social media platform do you think Steve Rogers would use first? As soon as like you know, it takes him a little while to get his get his feet wet. But what's he go to first? I'd really just want it to be Snapchat. <laughs> He's just like, I could just see him confused and like trying to like, hey guys, hey, it's Steve. Steve, Steve. turn it the other way. You're facing out. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Hey guys, it, it cuts off. <laughs> he's, he's got it like, but his shield is blocking the camera. I'm right, like, on, right. God, we can't even see your face. Right. Everybody's right. Steve. It's like, I'm shy. Hey, just want everybody to know, have a great day. It's from, from your friend, Steve. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, Steve, you're just going to keep telling me your government name? Like, they don't know my government name. Hey, everybody, it's Steve. Just have a real good day. You know, uh, bless this country. Yeah. That's corny, Steve. <laughs> come on, but I'm, man. But, you know, people know my brand. The brand is strong. <laughs> okay. Um, along those lines, social media, Captain America, it bears mentioning today, this hashtag has taken Twitter by storm for some reason. Give Captain America a boyfriend. I'm confused. Okay. This hashtag, I do not know where it began. I do not know who started it. But there are a lot of people who are very interested in the fictional opportunity of Captain America falling in love with his good buddy, Bucky Barnes. Okay? This is a longstanding thing. People, what? Have, be- like, you, you have to explain this to me because right. I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally like disconnected from this. I've never heard of this. Yeah. 
I don't so we, know you and I talked a little from. bit. We talked a little bit about shipping. Are you familiar with shipping? I have no clue what you are talking about. Shipping. I've never heard of this. Shipping is a term that refers to the tendency of fans of a franchise of fiction to want to see certain characters fall in love with one another. And I think it speaks to the ability for fans to get very invested in whatever that story is. I really love this story. I love these characters. I'm so into this. What if, what if, so sometimes characters in Harry Potter get shipped. Okay. Characters in a cartoon get shipped. Okay. Uh, Star Wars, a big one was Poe Dameron and Finn. They got shipped. Okay. And so these people on the internet, a lot of people on the internet want to see that thing happen. I don't think they actually expect to see this thing happen, but they make it seem like it's an important issue, which is sort of funny and in its own right, because it's is this very trending trivial. right now? Like what's this trending? Look, at? I'm, I'm going to look this up. The hashtag is hashtag give captain America a boyfriend, give captain America. A and boyfriend. who did this? That's like, a huge hashtag. I see. You know what it is for me? This, this is blindsiding me so much. <laughs> That I'm, I have no context for it. Uh, like, that's never been a thing as far as, like, the canon to me. Yeah. And this whole concept of shipping is new to me as well. So I feel like an old man right now. <laughs> I feel like a straight-up old man. I'm like, what are y'all? What are the kids doing? Well, I, admittedly, I don't think there's too much context to share. It's just people kind of goofing. Like doing. Oh, so it's just it's just like fan fiction. I think so, yeah. It's, I think okay, it's strictly, okay. yeah, it's just okay. fan fiction. So is someone saying... I'm going to make a story and yeah. I'm going to make Captain America and Bucky Barnes have a relationship in yeah. my story. Yeah. But there's no kind of like, re- there's nothing in the, in the, in the, in the canon that would, no. allude- oh, okay. so like what people that, will, you know what? That was the barrier for me. I'm like, do I just not, is this new? Is this something I don't know? <laughs> what like, people will tend to do is take a, a, a gif or a scene from the movie and just sort of strip it of context okay. and say, well, look at the way they're looking at one another. Uh, and it'd okay. be like, okay. It's internet stuff. So I'm like, when I was watching Civil War, and there's a moment near the end of the movie when Cap and Bucky are in an elevator, I'm like, internet's going to freak out over this moment right now. Really? Yep. Immediately. I am disconnected Immediately. from this. Yeah. But look, it, it got all the way to Time Magazine. BuzzFeed, every uh, digital and modern publication that peddles news uh-huh. is talking about that hashtag. I was I didn't even know about this. My girlfriend told me about this. Right. And and then she Captain America is your number two guy. She hung it in front of my face. She's like, I'm I'm telling you information about Captain America right now. Man. I am delivering comic book news to you. Yeah. So internet fans. It comes from odd places, right? You never know who's going Mm -hmm. to teach you something. Mm -hmm. But it reached Chris Evans as well. And Chris Evans said, quote, that wouldn't be so bad. It's just never been part of my approach to the character. My subtext didn't involve that dynamic. But maybe I was just gazing at Sebastian too much. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know, I think it's interesting how we have all these conversations about what a character should and shouldn't be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I wonder how fans of the character... Well, we're not really having a real conversation. <laughs> okay. Because no. I keep trying... You know what the issue is? I keep trying to make it like make sense. And well, I you have know- to acknowledge the fact that, no, this is purely fan fiction but you don't have to make sense of it it's just the thing that people are doing that's right got it and i'm sure there's something to make sense of the fact that people want to do that why do you think that is 
I would say it's several parts. One is there are very few, well, in this particular case, one is there are very few gay characters who are prominent or existent, frankly, but definitely prominent in the Marvel universe. Oh, now I'm starting to understand. Two is it happens to rival any mainstream common expectation of the character. So it's kind of fun to play with because it turns everything on its head. Like, you know, oh, you know that whole thing where he's in love with Peggy Carter and he's also in love with Sharon Carter? What if he was actually in love with Bucky? And so I think people just play with the expectations. It's fun to do that. It's fun to deliver something that's okay. like, okay, it's a little bit absurd, but it's also kind of cute. And who's harming? You anybody? know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Mark, a guy named Marcus Prime. Huh? And Marcus Prime made this book called Bruh. Black renditions of Universal Heroes. Oh. And what he did was he took a bunch of well-known Universal kind of superhero people and he drew them black. Oh, so he would take Steve Rogers and make him black. And just make him- take Goku and make him a black woman. Oh. Or you know what I mean? So when you said, Oh, they're not represented, so we're kinda of, and I kinda of, I said, Ah, that's what's going on. It's not like you have these gay characters yeah. and these lesbian characters and this gay couple and this. And that, and this, and that, and it's kind of like these characters are well represented. Yeah. And I can just pick that character to relate to. Mm-hmm. We're kind of got to make our own because mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. nothing there. Yeah, we have Sim- nothing. Similar to how Marcus Prime's like, and if you've listened to him talk and have conversations, he's talked about, man, for years, it's like, where are our characters at? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So where are people of color at? So what he would do and what he has done is drawn the characters that he knows fan fiction yeah. and then people were like well goku's not black and it's like that's not that's i get not, it that's not the point that's yeah. not what i'm doing yeah. i'm just having fun i'm saying what if and i'm putting something out there and this is just like my contribution so if when i put it in that context it's like oh okay yeah I, now i make sense but i'm sure that people when they first saw marcus prime were like the hell Wait are you a doing batman's not black yeah what are you not doing? that he's drawn batman i don't know but it's like that's the first response is Wait, Captain America and, and Bucky aren't gay? Yeah. I'm lost. I don't what are you doing? Yeah. When you break it down, it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny. Every, every time I saw a tweet with those like with that content, I I retweeted it. I thought that was funny as hell. Captain America is my number two. You said that. Yes. I love that character. And I just love the idea of it being flipped on his head. Like I'm fine. I don't really care. Somebody tweeted using this hashtag and it says, okay, cap, you can choose between. And then there's a list. Bucky, James Buchanan, Barnes, Bucky Barnes, the winter soldier or buck. <laughs> they having, a, they people, having a field day with this. Huh? Just, people having fun. They going for it. Yeah. People it's crazy. This to- you know, what's funny. My wife said to me, mm. she goes this morning, we were getting ready to go out and she's like, um, did you hear about Captain America? And I was like, yeah. And I thought she was talking about the book. Oh, oh. And she's like, is that true? <laughs> and, and I was like, I mean, you know, that's what the book is saying. Oh, no. I now think oh, no. she's probably talking about this. 
Because I thought she was talking about Steve Rogers, Captain America, number one. <laughs> She's just like, well, Octavius told me he's Well, gay. I guess that's yeah, I guess that's how he always was. You know what? Is it, now, I know that now that we're saying this, now I'm playing it back in my head. Because yeah. she went to see Captain America Civil War with me. She saw she that saw, moment in the elevator. <laughs> she saw a bunch of the movies beforehand. Yeah. You know, she didn't see all, but she saw some of them. So she's kind of got context. She knows who Black Panther is. She knows where Wakanda is. She knows who Spider-Man. She knows who Thor is. She knows who Iron Man. She knows who yeah. Steve Rogers. She, she knows who the people are. Mm-hmm. So now when she's like, is that true? Yeah. Now it's like, I got to go home and say, hey, babe. So let's talk about where you, you know, it's funny. I'm going to, it's going to be interesting to find out. How are you going to approach this? I'm going to say, hey, what, what happened with Steve, with Captain America this morning? And I'm just going to let her answer. Yeah. I want it to be the uh, give Steve Rogers boyfriend because <laughs> I'm going to crack some jokes and let it ride for a little bit. I love I love the fact that this information this this hashtag was brought to both of our attention from our significant others. How about that? Like the, clearly there is there's some uh, there, there's there's some like radar. I guess I'm just like <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm I'm like I guess I'm paying attention to I I trying to remember how I responded. When my girlfriend brought this up and she said this thing about she you see that thing about Captain America and I was like, yeah, uh, he's Did gonna you think be in she the was comic. talking about? This, yeah, she thought she about the comic too. I thought I thought she was talking about the Hydra thing, and I was thinking, yeah, that's. I mean, that's crazy, but I just I'll see what the story is. Yeah, she's like, no, that's not. No, that's not what I'm talking. <laughs> about. Interesting. I love. We'll have to love this. We'll have to check back in episode twenty three and I love talk this. about how those conversations. <laughs> it's amazing. That is very funny. All right, next thing up. Next uh, tomorrow, which is the twenty sixth, yes, that's of May, right. That's right. Um, X Men Apocalypse is coming out. Mm-hmm. It's so here. You're going to be able to go out buy your tickets ahead of time. This is this to me isn't a buy your tickets ahead of time movie. No, this is a going there. And can you explain that? Are Are you excited for the movie? Um, not like I was excited for Batman Superman. Not yeah. for how, like I was excited for Civil War. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like I, my expectations and my investment are lower. Yeah, like I'm not as invested in this universe, this Fox X Men universe. Yeah, same. Uh, you know, I'm not. In, I, I'm not as invested in the characters. Yeah. Um, the actors and actresses who are playing the characters. I don't really know who they are. That's right. I had no issue avoiding trailers because, you know, I do the blackout thing. And mm-hmm. I, still, I still did it this, this movie as well. And Ninja Turtles coming up, same thing. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but like, I don't even, I don't even know. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I, don't I just don't expect a whole lot. But what I, all I know is Ivan Ooze is in this movie. Right. The bad guy from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's the right. Movie. And that's about it. That's right. Yeah. And it comes out tomorrow. Uh-huh. And you and I are going to be seeing it yeah, as soon as possible. And we will do a one shot. This, this means nothing to us. Internet listeners, this means nothing to you. But it is not receiving excellent sterling reviews. Right. And I don't read nobody's reviews. Right. If, you, if it's your first time listening... We do the blackout thing. That's right. We, which means you watch one trailer, you determine if you are or not going to go see it, and from that point on, you avoid all media, That's trailers, right. reviews, and all that. But for the sake of the show, we have to keep up with what's going on. Uh huh. So all we know is that according to Rotten Tomatoes today, 
May 25th, 2016. Yeah. This is the second lowest rating on Rotten Tomatoes of an X-Men, X-Men film. Yeah. Second only to Wolverine Origins. Oof. Wolverine Origins was trash. The trash. movie responsible for ruining Deadpool. Yeah. And Gambit, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. That yeah. was... Yeah, that's that's rough. That's, that's a bad rub. Good look. And I'm wondering what this actually means. You know, w- w- watching Batman v Superman going into that movie with a a general awareness of how people were receiving it. I watched the movie and then I came out of it thinking that was not as bad as people told me it would be. Right. So I'm you know I'm kind of I think this is the scenario here. It's just that. We see a movie like Civil War, and it really steps the genre. I shouldn't say genre. So I don't think superheroes are necessarily a genre. You don't think superhero movies are a genre? I don't know. I think it maybe is I a do. little. I think it maybe is a little more nuanced than that. It's the new version of what an act. Uh, it's just it is a type of action movie. Yeah, for cause, sure. Because like comic book movies are not as easy to just... Because all, not all comic books are about superheroes. So let's say just a superhero action movie. Uh-huh. So a movie like Civil War really lifts that up. The standard is raised yeah. b- because of that movie. X-Men could be fantastic. I hope it is. I'm going to pay for the movie. We're going to see it together. Right, they got one money. Yeah, I want to enjoy myself. But... The standard is different. As far as I'm concerned, things are different. I have a more critical eye toward things now. Mm -hmm. And when I see the commercials and I see as many effects and characters that are highlighted and featured, I'm thinking, I wonder if this is going to bear its own weight. Either way, it's X-Men. I'm excited to see X-Men. That's all that counts. That's all we can really say about it for now until we do a full uh, episode on it. But, I mean, I'm going to go see it. I'm probably going to see it. Uh... ASAP. I'll just say that. I don't know exactly when. ASAP mob. So hopefully we can get a one-shot episode out to you. Hopefully. Always strive, always prosper. No no guarantees, but that's the goal. Mm -hmm. All right. Short week in news. Yeah. Last piece. I'm very, 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 very excited about this. Um, Black Panther number two is getting a second printing. And Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. And um, that second printing is... It's of... um, run the jewels kind of like theme where they have Shuri and T'Challa. Um, T'Challa's holding up this like Wakandan chain with a panther on it. And Shuri's doing the, you know, like the gun, Uh huh. the gun and the fist. Yeah, man. Run the jewels is so prevalent in comics. I mean, like everywhere killer Mike and LP have made something that is very, very quickly iconic. Like, think about that. Especially you coming from a design and apparel background. Yep. yep. Like, what they made is so immediately iconic. It is everywhere, man. Yeah. It's everywhere. And I think that's fantastic because I love Run the Jewels. Mm-hmm. And they're working on RTJ3, and that's really exciting. Yeah. But the idea that Tanahasi Coates and people at Marvel and run the jewels all kind of coalesce into this one thing. It, it sort of feels like a, a signal that says, Hey, Adam, you're in the right place. Hmm. We, we have everything you like here. You are in the correct place. What place is that? On comics and geekdom. Gotcha. I probably just like geekdom and hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just got a, um, a, my girlfriend just bought me a t-shirt and it has man thing in a Wu Tang symbol. Oh, just like the sticker, like the sticker. That's dope. Except I got it on a, uh, a t-shirt now. And it's like, th- those things belong together for some reason. Yeah. 
like it, I would never would have expected that. But Man Thing, Wu Tang, yes, Adam, this is your place. You belong here. Yeah. Speaking of which, I saw this T-shirt that has Black Panther, mm. but it's set up like the old Batman logo, where Batman's head is in it, and it says Batman. Mm. But it's T'Challa. It's Black Panther's head, oh. and it's like the whole winged thing. Oh, that's and it so says cool, Panther. Where is it, it, it? You saw that somewhere? You can buy it, or yeah, you just saw it's somebody it's else wearing it. It's online. I love that. That's dope. I'm gonna buy that shirt. You should buy that shirt. I'm gonna wear it um, in 2018 if the Lord says the same. If I'm still here, um, <laughs> yeah, no, you're gonna be here. I'm gonna this, w- that's your thing now. Like I say, I cannot leave this planet until I see this movie. Gotta see Black Lord. <laughs> if you could just like, don't you want to have kids? Yes, whatever. Not important. Yes, but, Jesus. <laughs> but if I could just see Ryan Coogler take us to Wakanda, uh huh. You know, but of course, I want to be here much longer than that. But um, speaking of which, I've been playing around with the idea about making comic book Junto t-shirts. Yeah. And I just, you know, tweet at me. Tweet at me some thoughts. What do you want to see? You want to see uh, if you if we were to make, if Barefoot were to make some comic book Junto t-shirts, what, what do you think you'd want to see? Do you want to see Adam and Octavius as Funko Pops? And That's not bad. I'm, uh, I'm a Funko Pop. You yeah. got to get one. Yeah. I have one. You know we, what? We had one before you had one. But that's a good point. That is a really good point, actually. Yeah. That's a really good point. Oh, that, oh, you could get your Black Panther one. Is there a Luke Cage Funko Pop? Is there a Power Man Iron Fist Funko Pop? Uh, I know there's a Power... Uh, I think there's a Power Man. I don't know if there's an Iron it's Fist. It's probably not an Iron Fist. <laughs> but not yet. Not anyway. yet. Not until we make it. Yeah. But not anyway. until the Netflix series, I bet you. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be right, right, right behind it shortly mm-hmm, afterwards. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. Let us know. What your thoughts are? Um, just the logo, maybe. Can I can I pitch you an idea right now? Go for it. Okay, it says uh, "Comic Book Junto" on the front. Okay, and on the back, in quotes, "Raining like a John outside." I don't know if the. I don't know if. The, <laughs> okay, let me pitch you a different one. Okay, all right, "Comic Book Junto," and it's like right on the front, but like a small emblem over your, your chest, uh-huh. like to the side. Uh-huh. What do you call that? Like it, it's just oh, right over crest? your. Like, yeah, 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 and then on the back. It says, ancient, Gods of Egypt, a movie about Africa. <laughs> Let me just workshop some ideas. Yeah, just, just you I'm know not what? the apparel just, guy. Just sit That's on you. it for a while. That's you. Sit on it for a while. Talk yeah. about it with some, talk amongst yourselves. I'll, I'll start my own podcast where it's just <laughs> like t-shirt ideas. Right. Yeah. I got an idea. That's what it should be called. It should be called, I've got an idea. I got an idea. Yeah, I wonder if that podcast exists. Well, that's it for news. Short news week. Yeah, like we're going to get right into talkback. Yes, yes. So in Adam, fact, we take are. us there. All right, so we're going to start with the thing that is probably biggest, most important today, and this is a a question that comes to us from Twitter, and it's coming from uh, a fan favorite, Mojo Husband. We like we we like talking with you, man. Um, he asks us on Twitter. What are your feelings about the Captain America reveal hitting Twitter? Mm. We want to get into that. You want to explain what that is? So, well, the reveal hitting Twitter. To give me a little more context about what he's asking. On the is internet, he asking, do I feel up? How do I feel about it being spoiled, or how do I feel about how the internet has responded, or both? I'm going to say both. But let's let's just preface this right now. Immediately, Marvel announced today. That in today's issue of Captain America. Hey, hey, hey! Internet spoilers. Oh, this is a this is spoilers, a spoilers. Spoilers. Now, in fairness, I want to get this out of the way as well. This is a spoiler and 
This is the way that Marvel is choosing to sell the book. So they are spoiling their own book as a means to get you, huh? To, to make you respond. Be like, what? Right. So you will buy the book. So yes, indeed, it is a spoiler. So if you have not read, what is it? Steve Rogers, Captain America, number one. Number one. Or if you plan on reading it or whatever the case may be, we are about to tell something that happens in the book. If you yes, manage to avoid this, kudos to you. Yeah, because I could. I didn't avoid it. No, me like, neither. You know, so if... If uh, if this is a book you want to read, and if you've been able to like get to this point in the, in in the internet and not know, kudos to you. Fast forward for about a minute or so. That's right. Um, otherwise, we'll keep it brief. Keep on listening. Go for it. Captain America is Hydra. Now, uh, now that was my response. Right. So, so how do we feel about the reception of that? The way people treat that. So what we're seeing on the internet is a lot of people who are like very upset, deeply upset. Tell, you did, now this is your number two. So why don't, I'm gonna let you lead this. You you tell me what you see on the internet. I because you got you got people coming at you on the internet. Yeah, I have people hitting me up and saying, "Bet you feel like a fool now for being a Cap fan." Wow. I'm like, I, come on, I'm not the only one out here. <laughs> like everybody loves Captain America. He's so easy to love. Yeah. Uh, the idea that he is. A, working for the organization that he's always fought against, and B, apparently has always been working for Hydra. Not like, hey, suddenly he just joined Hydra, but he's always been a splinter cell. Now, here's what I have to say. Yo, that rocks me to my core. This this is important because I want to have a transparent moment here on the podcast. Please. Adam and I argued for how long did we argue long enough 15 minutes <laughs> yeah did we sit there argue for 15 yeah, minutes i think we did i think we did I think we, we did. sat here and went back and forth 15 minutes that's right about whether or not we should have a conversation on the podcast about the comic without reading the comic and and in fairness okay so look both of us have legitimate points and we both have perspectives on yeah. the issue yeah my perspective my opinion was what i want to have what i want to leave as a message in our show Mm -hmm. is if you receive this information you receive this this plot twist like i did on the internet don't freak out Mm -hmm. read the story and then decide how you feel about it right and that is just a little something that i learned from you my friend to wait Listen to the story. Just tell me the story. Don't pass judgment before you know what's going on. Yeah. And so as far as I'm concerned, reading the story, reading the comic, and having the content was secondary to the practice of just calming down Mm -hmm. and waiting until you have an opportunity. Right. So I want to... This is my my answer to the question, Mojo Husband. I want people to just calm down. Yeah. Read the book and then decide how they feel about it. Yeah, and, that's it. And interestingly enough, <clears throat> I my angle in the argument was the same thing, mm-hmm. except my practice of it was different. And I think that's the thing why Adam and I kept going around and around in circles. We believed the same thing, but we wanted to execute it differently. That's correct. I wanted to execute it in, well, because my belief is relax, mm-hmm. calm down, let them tell you the story, didn't have an opinion. Since I hadn't read it, I felt... Well, I can't have an opinion. Like, I'm not allowed to speak on this because I haven't read it. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. And Adam's point is, 
You don't need to speak on it. Yeah. You can just say, I haven't read it. So, you know, it's interesting. So even in us, we have a different way that we wanted to approach it, but even in reading it. So we decided, okay, we want to read it. And the reason why yeah. I think ultimately we, we landed on that is because we wanted to follow our own, our own rules. We're going to read it anyway. So it makes a lot of sense for us to go into doing this right now with having done that. So with that being said, since we read it, mm-hmm. Where did we see anything about him being a splinter cell? Uh, so the oh man, now we're really getting into spoilers. The entire well, we said spoilers. That's so. right. So the the entire uh, the entire book is peppered with flashbacks. Sure. To a moment when Cap was very young, Steve was very young, and his mother was being abused in a mm-hmm. bad situation mm-hmm. with with uh, with uh, her husband, and she is helped by a woman who we find is a member of Hydra. Right. And this woman shows Steve and Steve's mom, uh, that life can be good. Let me take care of you. Let me, mm-hmm. you, let me make sure that you're protected. Right. I'll walk with you places. I'll take you out for f- fine meals, those yeah. sorts of things. And then invites, uh, his mom, Sarah to come out to a civic meeting for concerned citizens. Yeah. And who is it? It's Hydra. Right. Right. The thing is, is, that character, I think her name is Elisa. Mm-hmm. That character repeatedly mentions the potential that she sees in Steve. Yeah. And I think what we're going to see in the second issue, Nick Spencer, the the writer, and Nick Spencer talked about the second issue showing a lot more flashbacks and talking about what it was like when Steve was doing Hydra stuff on the DL. Mm. So we're seeing some foreshadowing about that happening. And I'm, I'm Look, Octavius, everything I know is wrong is what this feels like. (laughs) Like my whole childhood is like, whoop, like the whole, everything that I grew up with or the character that I like is different. Fundamentally always has been. Well, see, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not upset about it. I'm interested in where the story goes. Right. But <clears throat> I'm talk. I'm more so talking to the people who are like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. It's like, hold on. If you watch a movie, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe a guy's coming out of the movie Zorro with his parents. <laughs> maybe they walk down an alley. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Maybe they get shot. Bam. Maybe pearls fall. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, and you uh-huh. stop right there. What's that? Issue one? Yeah. We we we've seen years what 75 years of Batman? Yeah. Joe, chill out. Yeah. Chill out. Let them tell you the story. Just listen to the story. Because I'm reading the book, and as I'm reading it, I'm sitting there going, hmm. Well, maybe Captain America is a double agent. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's playing like he's a part of Hydra so that he can da 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 can be virtually anything it could be anything so like my thing is like he we don't know yeah and I think that's the cool thing about storytelling and everybody who's getting upset on the internet like you have to learn to let other people play with the toys how they want to play yes yes you know what I mean yeah like they're all of our toys Yes. So when you're in the sandbox or you're in the treehouse mm. and someone's got Captain America and Red Skull, that kid is creating their story with the characters. You can't run over, knock the toys out of their hand and go, no. Mm-hmm. Like, 
You don't even know where they're going. You don't yeah, even know what they're going to do. And that's the thing is people, I, I think fans, especially of certain characters, they have this certain feeling of entitlement. This is my character. I love this character. I am entitled to hear the stories that I want to hear. No, you're not. And this is the sort of thing that we, we're, we're, we're seeing take place with this new Ghostbusters movie. A lot of people losing their mind right. over this new Ghostbusters movie. Come like, come on, I love Ghostbusters. This yes. is not what I wanted. Yes. And it might not be good. Look, Fine, it might dog. not be good. But, but it's different. You got to at least watch it. Just in, enjoy the you new perspective. You can't, you can't, like, again... That's why I felt so adamant, like, I got to read this book because I don't feel like I can do my job on this podcast and actually have an opinion about it because I feel like a hypocrite. I can't sit here and talk to you about something I haven't read. You know what I mean? Sure. And and I'm I'm right there with you. And as far as I'm concerned, the, the response, the most appropriate response to this question from Mojo Husband is... How do I feel about the, the reaction on Twitter? People need to calm down and read that story. Read the story. That's it. Read the arc. Not even read the story. Yeah. Read the arc. Yeah, Give not it, just the first or, issue. Or, not just you the know first what? issue. Or you know what? Don't read it. Or don't. Yeah. And you know what? You cannot read it. You can read it. And guess what? <gasps> you can also read it and not like it. That's fine, too. You Like, you're not entitled to joy. Like, everyone can, like is not going to necessarily tell the story that you want to be told. And they don't owe you your story to be told. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a really beautiful thing. And the unexpected nature of having a new twist on something that you thought you knew, even if it's painful, look, that's creative. Hey, that's a great point. It's interesting. That's an extra point. And I'm, I'm saying reading this issue, it was kind of painful. I'm like, Oh man, this hurts my heart. I'm like, thinking about if it was Batman. Yeah. I'd be like, no. Yeah. Right. Like if Batman was always the Joker and he actually had dissociative personality disorder, you know what I'm saying? And the whole time yeah. he was Joker and yada, yada, yada. And that's like a fan theory right there. And I was, that is a fan theory. Yeah. There's that, a fan. I, I didn't just make that up. There's a fan theory. This is, a, if this is far out there, but there's a theory that, you know, all of his villains, his whole villain. Circuit, oh yeah, sure. They're, they're really the good guys and they're just trying to put him down because he's mm. Psychotic. That would be so dope. Interesting, right? That would be a crazy twist. But it forces you to take a look at something that you love in a new lens. Right. And sometimes that's painful. Ooh, can you imagine if for 75 years <laughs> we've been watching it <laughs> okay, from yo. a crazy okay. Batman perspective? Tom King. In this whole time? I'm telling you He's what. the bad guy? I'm telling you what, oh right my now. God. And all of the rogues gallery are all superheroes trying to take him down. Yes. And they haven't been. Yo. Yes. I, I, I think at first, the same way, if you told me that, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no. Yeah. But then I'd be like, damn. But how does it work? Yeah. But how does it happen? But, but, so that's kind of, I and mean, then Captain America is not my guy. Uh-huh. But similarly, it's like, what? Hell, Hydra. But then again, it's like, but how? But why? But how come? Let him tell you the story. DC Rebirth happens. We have a new writer for Batman at the end of the new Batman. Look, you know what? I swear to God, the end of the new Batman, if the panel is Batman turning around and he whispers under the cowl, Hail Hydra. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose my mind. Hail infiltrated DC Comics. <laughs> that's the whipping point right there. That's the reason why the, why the logo is different. Oh, my God.
All right, look, we're, we're running short on time. Yes, we are. Because we have a lot going on, and we spent 15 minutes arguing and two hours getting ready. So we're only going to do one um, talk back this week. Mm-hmm. But if you want to continue to have um, us answer your questions, submit a question to us via hashtag AskCBJ, or you can send us an email at comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. That's B3ARFRUIT.com. Um, yeah, keep submitting those questions. We and, got a really good one that I'm, I'm going to save for next week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to save that one for next week. But since we talk, spoke about, um, DC rebirth, I think it's time for us to get into our books of the week. Woo! And, um, the, the stack is pretty hefty right now. Yes. And I have a feeling like it's going to event, like it's going to progressively get bigger. All right, let, let's try to do this. We, we're we're going to try to make our way through the two books that we chose for this week in a way that is not not taking shortcuts, but we try to keep it concise, okay? Because what we read today was a lot. If you picked up DC Rebirth, our books of the week today, by the way, just a reminder, DC Rebirth number one and Nighthawk number one. And I feel like we can start with Rebirth. And I want to keep this as concise as possible. I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, this is, I think it is an 80-page comic. This was an arduous read. Um, We're about to get into spoiler territory for both DC Universe Rebirth number one and Nighthawk one. And that is happening right now. Boom. DC Universe Rebirth number one is... All of the reasons why I can't get into DC. Wow. It's it's all of the reasons. And I read this and I'm every page. I'm like, who did, who, what, what do you, who is this? Why did you, what was happening? And I understand that there's a very creative solution here to trying to talk about continuity and people are, this is very meta. This entire book is very meta. Okay. Because this is in no small part a response to people Did we say spoilers yeah okay yeah this is in no small part a response to people who were a little bit miffed when new 52 happened back in 2011 and a lot of characters just reset as if batman hadn't done all those absolutely amazing things and now he's just going to restart and wonder woman hadn't done all those amazing things and now she's just going to restart so is this is this the whole thing, the whole we lost 10 years, yeah. is that, are they addressing New 52? Yeah, so the whole idea is after the 10-year the, the thing that we lost, following that, New 52 happened. Okay. And it was like, we lost 10 years of time, and so everybody just feels new, New 52. But actually, the reality is, is 10 years of stuff happened that nobody can remember. And only Wally West remembers this, the the kid Flash from way back when. And he's trying to warn people. He's trying to tell people something weird happened. Someone erased 10 years of our legacy. I'm the only person who knows that. Please, you have to remember me. You got to listen to me because something weird is afoot here. I was so confused, this whole issue. I know that this is a number one, so it should be accessible. I also know that this is a meta story and it's talking about the continuity of a ton of stories that have happened before. Dude, I don't know who so many of these characters are. So I can't feel any feelings for them. This book is so crazy. 
and it's 80 pages of crazy. And then at the very end, (laughs) at the very end, just like this Captain America is Hydra thing happened today, my world got flipped, turned upside down. And is this what I think it is? Is this the Watchmen? They're connecting Watchmen to the universe. Wow. That is... I don't know what to do with this. In in one way, that's kind of exciting to me because it's like, wow, never would have seen that coming. Didn't think that would be a thing that would take place. But for me, Watchmen is really important. I like Watchmen very much. I love that story. I, I don't want to hold it in too high regard because it's a story just like any other, but I happen to like it very much. And I want it to exist by itself because I think it's finished. For me as a fan, it's finished. And I'm, I'm just not interested in anything else. So the idea of Dr. Manhattan from the Watchmen being the person who is messing with time and stealing 10 years away from the superheroes and kind of positioning Doc Manhattan as if he's a villain. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And I'll be honest with you, after I read this, I felt exhausted. I felt confused. And then I felt relieved because I thought, oh, cool. I don't have to buy the second one of these. I'm (laughs) out. I definitely felt like I worked. Felt like work. Work. You know? Like I was I was reading the book and it wasn't like, hey, this is fun. And you know, man, da-da-da-da. Every almost every person that came up on the page was someone I knew by name. Yeah. But I didn't know their story. No. You know, and I I New 52 was definitely a jumping back on point for me in comics, like a serious jumping back on point. Yeah. Like I would read comics here, read them there. Always. I would always stop by the comic book shop when I, when I walked by, Same. you know, I'd buy a trade. I bought a lot of trade paperbacks. Yeah. We were going over to fat Jack's yeah. over on 20th and Sansom when new 52 launched. Yeah. And I remember picking up Batman. Number one, wonder woman. Number one, yeah. blue beetle and miles Morales, ultimate Spidey. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that that's when you bought Miles Morales number one? That was when. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Was that your kind of jumping back on point too? That was my point. Yeah. That, yeah, it was, at it was that point in time, well. it felt like a warm invitation into a thing like, hey, yeah. you know all this stuff that has a backlog that you will never access and can't understand? Yes. We paused for a second. Come on board. Right. And this rebirth feels kind of like the opposite of that. Be like, remember all that stuff that you were afraid of? when you were jumping back into comics and you didn't think you'd understand, this is the part where we're only going to talk about that stuff. Good luck. Strap in. And it makes me kind of feel like I'm a different sort of fan. Uh-huh. It makes me feel like I'm a new fan and I'm not a, 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 like available to appreciate this. Yeah. I, I definitely heard that there are a lot of people that were like really excited about this book Yeah, and really happy about the way the book went and the way it was executed. I, on the other hand, was just like, like I said, it was exhausting. Yeah. It's hard to read mm-hmm. because there's so much going on. And I'm the kind of person conversationally, I think you know this about me, Adam. When someone says something I don't know, what do I do? You, you, you audibly say, what? And what? you make a face. I go, what? And I go, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Back up. <laughs> Explain that to me. Well, no, Wally West was not backing up for you. Right. And that's no. what I wanted to do. I wanted to go, well, who's that? Yeah. Well, why is that? Well, what's that mean? I needed footnotes. Well, what's well, what's well, what's this? And what's that? And and who 
who did that? And like, I, I think, I feel like we need a book that goes, here's everything you need to know before you dive into this. Glad you mentioned that because at the bottom of the first page, this book recommends before you read this new number one, you should read Justice League number 50 and Superman 52, which I you them. did. I read them. What was the effect? I don't know what the heck is going on. I know what's going on in the Superman story. Like, I know what's happening in, because I read all, I read the whole final days of Superman story. Yeah. So I understand that. I don't understand what role that plays into this. Yeah. I, I, and there's some things that I, that I could pick out, but you know, like, I, I don't know. My, my, I just, I just don't like to not understand. Same. It, it feels uncomfortable and it's in a sense that, okay, try this on this book kind of feels like being placed into a math class that is far advanced yeah. and you haven't taken the first couple math classes. Yeah. Like, how did I get myself in calculus three? Mm-hmm. I didn't take algebra one. Mm-hmm. I wasn't around for that. Yeah. Y'all are on a different pace. It seems like there are a whole bunch of prerequisites that, yeah. you know, a lot, I bet you the people who have read all of that stuff are like, ooh, yeah, mother box, ping, 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 ping. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? They're like, yeah, and you know, anti-life equation. And I don't, I don't know what any of that stuff. I, like, I don't know what the anti-life equation is. Yeah. I don't know what, uh, like, well, <laughs> it, there's a lot I don't know. DC Comics seem to spend a lot of time appreciating their legacy, their own characters, their canon. And if you were not around for those things, you're doomed, man. Like, you can go and catch up on every event that's ever happened. Go back and read Blackest Night. Go back and read Brightest Day. Go back and read Flashpoint. Go back and read... Everything that's ever happened, right? Uh, but once you're done with that, then you can come and join us. And for me, as a casual comic book fan, that's too hard. That's really hard. And DC kind of turns me like off with that. Casual comic book fan, I think you're more than that. Okay, I think we are more than that. Yeah. Okay. So and, I, I and suppose in light of us being more than that, yeah, even more so. What does my wife is like? All right, cool. I'm in. With rebirth, no, just you know what? Oh, we just comics what, in general. No, she's like, what's the book of the week? Comic book Junto. Yeah, you know what? I want to. I want to. I want to be a part of this. Yeah, book of the week. And she reads this. She's probably like, what? She'll be out. Did I just read? <laughs> I don't think she would make it. What through this. is this? Yeah, and especially <laughs> since like Jeff uh, Johns Jeff, promises. Jeff Johns has made a promise. Yeah, Jeff Johns, the the person who is responsible for the script, of, right, he wrote this uh, Rebirth Number One, and he says that if you don't like the book, send it back to Warner Brothers, and he will write a check to refund you your money. Yeah. Now I'm not doing all that. No, and I don't feel like it's that bad. It's not. It's not. This is not a bad book. It's well, not bad. And let's be straight. This was two ninety nine. This is a huge book, and it was two ninety nine for the work that goes into making this. The artwork, the pencils, the the writing, the people who put the staples in the book. It is worth two ninety nine. But as an access point to something that seems to be very important for rebirth, 
I am by the wayside, man. I'm like, y'all just keep continuing. I'm going to cherry pick from DC's catalog. Yeah. I will be picking up Batman when it comes back. Right. I will be picking up Wonder Woman because Greg Rooka is on it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let y'all just do your thing. Bye-bye. Because I can't do Rebirth. Yeah, I think what what my real feedback is to kind of like sum this up. One, artwork is dope. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, let me back up. Not dope. Artwork is cool. Artwork is is fine. It's okay. The artwork is good. The panels are really, really busy. Every page is like crazy electricity. Yeah, you know. I'm so like, it's not. Dang. And when I say, and when I say, it's fine. I'm more so talking about my personal taste. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, the person is is very talented and they're executing well. It looks so, like a DC book. I'll tell you that. So the artwork is not a barrier for me. The story is extremely hard to follow. And I think if the goal of this is to be kind of a, not a reboot, but a jumping on point or an access point, I don't think it necessarily does that for um, someone who doesn't, it's a little too inside baseball. Yes. Like we like to say. Yes. The the terminology. It's too inside baseball. It's not particularly welcoming. It's not unwelcoming, but you know what it's like? It's like a bunch of people are sitting around a lunch table having a conversation and you sit down and they don't take the time to acknowledge you. To get you caught up. They just keep talking. Yeah. You know? And they and and you don't want to be rude, so you don't want to um who what uh, you know? So you just pick up your lunch tray and you go sit somewhere else. I wonder what not this... that you don't like those people and not that you wouldn't like the story. If you understood it, no. it's just like, man, this seems like a lot for me to kind of catch up on. Yeah. Maybe I need to go back. And if you don't want to go back, you're probably just going to go somewhere else. Yeah. So that's my feedback on like this book. It's like, I might pick up a number two, like, cause I'm, cause I'm curious mm. to see where it goes. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I might, maybe stick with the arc just to finish an arc out yeah to kind of see because as you can if you've been listening to this for a while you can kind of pick up with me i'm kind of all right let me hear let me let me hear your story Mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. are you taking me let me give you a fair let me give you a fair shot but after that it's just like all right i'm i'm done yeah i mean it's it's worthy of putting some effort in and sticking around to see where things go. I wonder what the response is from someone who is an old school DC fan. I wonder if this is kind of cathartic for some people where they're like, finally, they're fixing something that I didn't think was right for the past five years. Finally, someone is paying attention to me. I feel comfortable saying, and I don't mind saying, I'm not in that camp. So this does not this does not feel like a comic that is for me. And that's cool. That is A-OK. Um, it's an interesting book. If you're a huge DC nut, of course you're going to pick it up. If you're interested in finding out what's going on with the comic book landscape, this is important. But if you are curious about comics and you're just kind of dipping your toe right now, this is hard. This is really hard. I cannot recommend this as easy access. So what I want, so what I would like you guys to do is tweet us, tweet at us, and give us some of your feedback. What are your thoughts? Yeah. What did you think? This is what Adam and I think. You know, maybe you're. I want to hear from the OG DC heads that know everything about this book, and I want to know, like, what are your thoughts? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Um, yeah, I want to know. So this that, that Watchmen thing 
that threw me for such a loop, my man. That that Watchmen thing feels sacred. I just can't believe that's happening. For me, it wasn't so much sacred. It was like you're doing what? Yeah. What? I don't know. I don't know. I was, that, that was my my response. Is wait, what are we wait? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. How? So Wait, Reeve, have they always been there? Reeve, they, yeah, they've just been chilling. I guess Rorschach is like every once in a while passing Batman on the street. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of Batman, I think we should go to our next book. Yeah. Because our next book is Nighthawk number one. Nighthawk comes from the Squadron Supreme realm of Marvel Comics. And the Squadron Supreme realm is entirely characters based on DC characters. Yes. So this is Marvel saying, okay, we see that DC look, that DC feel, those characters, what they look like, where they come from, their power sets. And we're going to try to emulate that in our world. Nighthawk is in that, that realm. And Nighthawk is ostensibly... Batman, but a little more particular. So in Nighthawk number one, we're getting a taste of Marvel's Batman, except he specifically is fighting racial injustice in Chicago. Uh, I have absolutely no experience with Nighthawk prior to going into this. Me either. How did you pick this one? This one was off your list. Um, So I picked them because it was the number one. Yeah. Um, and I saw it online and two, two perfectly valid reasons. Right. And then I was like, wait, this dude's black. Yeah. And this is coming to us from Dave Walker, who's writing Power Man and right. Iron Fist. And he's writing Power Man and Iron Fist. So put all those things together. I was like, oh, okay. Let me see what this is about. I read this book. Didn't like it. No kidding. Didn't like it. Talk me through. I, 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 I couldn't help. I think the fact that this is a Batman bite is a really hard pill for me to swallow. You know what I mean? Like I'm not giving it a fair crack at the whip because it's like, so this is just Batman. Yeah. So, I this, see. so, so this is black Batman. Okay. Okay. So this is Batman in Chicago instead of Gotham. Isn't got, isn't Gotham based off of Chicago? So this is, you yeah. know, instead of this is Batman. So it's and, a little too on the nose for you. Well, the other thing is as I'm reading the book, I, I really don't feel like I was just wasn't enjoying myself. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't having a good time, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe, like I said, maybe I'm really not being fair because it's so much like Batman. Mm -hmm. But another point of this was, I felt like maybe I need some background on this guy and, Maybe I need to understand a little bit more. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I liked it. I liked it. I first, first, right off the jump, I, I have to mention Ramon Villalobos is the person who is doing the artwork. And, I did like the artwork very much. And Tamara Bonvillain uh, is the colorist, the color artist. I really like the artwork a lot. I, I appreciate the artwork a lot. There's something about this book that I like, which is the fact that this is someone who is specifically driven by beating the hell out of racists. And that's interesting to me because that is, is really, really bluntly used. Like that is a part of this dude's character and they don't shy away from it at all. This is not subtle. This is his direct MO. So 
I don't know if I necessarily think that's great. I just think that's different enough to warrant my attention. You know what I mean? I like the color palette a lot. I like the the way the book looks. And there's something that I kind of appreciate in the fact that our main character doesn't really have so much to say as he's fighting. And his tech person, um, the the person who backs him up, and his his Alfred, so to speak, she's like, you know, would it kill you to, you know, like some quips or something? Yeah, like that that dialogue. And she was, man, I feel bad. I don't know why. I don't know why. Part of me feels like I shouldn't feel this way. Okay, but she was annoying. She was annoying. Yeah, she was annoying to me. It's yeah, like yeah. I don't care about who is this person. Yeah, I don't care. And again, I think this is heavily colored by. Oh, this is the black Alfred. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the whole I'm fine, you know, Batman thing. Yeah. You're like, Master Wayne. Da, 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 da. It, it is very, you know, it does it's, feel it's just like it does feel is, very there's nothing really special about this besides the fact, yeah, seeing a black dude beat the crap out of racists. Yeah. I'm in. I'm this, excited about now, that. Now, the thing that I liked is the flashback to. Uh, gosh, what is his flipping name? Raymond Kane. Uh, the, the flashback to when Raymond, our, our protagonist, was a kid and his mom is saying, Hey, it looks like he's just gotten in a fight. And his mom is saying, Hey, it's okay to get angry. Don't let it consume you. And here we're seeing that totally contrast with who he is as a vigilante. He is killing people straight up. This is a very gory book. He's cracking bones and killing people, and he blows up an entire facility, and everyone dies in it. Yes, that, that, that is very uh, not Batman. Very not Batman. Unless it's unless it's uh, Batman v Superman. I do like the fact that his his uh, assistant she says there's you and there's Frank Castle, and at least the Punisher takes cat naps, and he's like, there's no time for sleep. So he's driven. He's a little crazy. He reminds me a little bit of Luther from the show Luther. Mm -hmm. He's got some stuff to work out. It looks like he's not entirely there, but he's just very motivated by whatever he's seeking for justice. But when he's taking a shower and it's flashing back in his mind, like, don't let this anger consume you. Well, it is. It is. It's manifested into who he is as a superhero. And that's an interesting conflict to me. Like he's aware of what's happening, but is still controlling him. Yeah. I, I'm also interested in the fact that this is playing on gentrification. Right. That's all. Awesome. Now that that's something that I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um man. See, but it it's interesting and then it's not interesting. Yeah, okay. It's interesting. You know what? Okay, let me be very transparent. Yeah. Here's how I honestly feel. Hit me. I want to like this because he's black. Yeah. Can I just be... But that's not enough. It's not enough. You, you can't just... I want to like it because he's black. I want to like it because he's a black guy beating up racists. Yeah. I want to like it because it looks like the villain is black. I want to like it because it's a black guy standing up to someone who's trying to gentrify the area. But I honestly don't. Yeah. It's not enough. Mm-hmm. He, like, if this guy was white, I don't think I'd care. Who would? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Agre- uh, yep. It, you know what? You're right. For right. me. For me, personally. If yeah. I'm being honest with me, all the way honest on this show, like I try to be. Yeah. Because I'm trying to wrestle. I'm just like, you basically bit off Batman, made him black, and then threw in some beat up racist guys and gentrification and i get what you're trying to do yeah but 
this is not enough when I just read Scott Snyder's run on Batman with Greg Capullo. This is, you know, this is you know interesting. It's interesting to me because this is kind of like... not enough when, when, when Ta-Nehisi Coates is doing Black Panther. Uh, no, yeah, you can't in, just in say... In comparison, it's like, this is, this is, I don't know. Yeah, I, I want to give credit to Dave Walker, the, the writer, because I like Dave... Clearly, you and I both enjoy Dave Walker on Power Man Iron Fist. Yes. But there's something missing in Power Man, or there's something missing in this book that is present in Power Man Iron Fist, which is that, like, buddy comedy is funny. There's a lot of humor. There's opportunity for different personalities to work together. And that's enjoyable. There's not a lot of fun being had in this book. As you said, you were not having fun. And I want to give props to Dave Walker because I like his work on another book, but there are certain elements of that book that I love that are absolutely not present in this one. The thing that's interesting to me about this is how on the nose it is. It's black dude who is pissed at white people, racist, drug addicts, peddling. I mean, he's, there's a lot going on here and it's just not subtle in any way. It's very violent. It's not subtle in any way. Yeah. It's not subtle. It's not, it's not clever. It's not charming. This reminds me, you you get what you get what I mean? What I'm saying? It's kind of like, Oh, you know what we should do? We should have a black guy beat up racist. And then and then fight gentrification because because that's what we want sure. to see happen. Yeah, and not that that story can't be told, and not that that story hasn't been told, and there's nothing wrong with that. But the way this story is being told, to show me more. Uh, you, you didn't you, you, like, and also with Power Man and Iron Fist, not to, to compare. You kind of took some time to walk me through and kind of introduce me to. Danny Rand's character to mm-hmm. Luke Cage's character mm-hmm. to Black Mariah's character. Who's the Who's the girl? Jenny. Jenny's White character Jenny. to uh, to um, Jessica Jones and what role she plays and Tombstone yeah. and you know what I mean. All these different characters. Um, and then there was some levity to it, mm-hmm. and there was some jokes in there as well. And the artwork was dope. I just yeah, yeah I just it's something something about this is just not hitting the mark for me. Sure, I'll pick up. I'll pick up another one. No, why? Why will you pick up another one based on that? Because I want to give it a. I want to give it a. Feel like I give it a fair shot. Okay. Because, again, like like I say, if I judge you based off your first book, you know, maybe there's something that that could be in there. Maybe you need to develop something. You need a little time to tease it out. Yeah, because it's not. It's not. It's not enough for me to go. Oh man, this sucks. Yeah, it's kind of just like. Huh? I yeah. don't know. Well, let me see. Let me see what he's talking about. So, if issue two, I don't feel like is anything new that's making me excited about it. Then we're gonna I might lay it down because with all this new DC stuff coming out and with all the Marvel stuff I already buy. Yeah. And with, with man, and again, when you talk about Spider Man, mm. when you talk about Black Panther, when you talk about Power Man and Iron Fist, you know what I'm saying? And all these other books that I really enjoy, I'm not gonna spend. How much was this book? Four ninety nine. I'm not gonna spend four ninety nine on. No, a book. I'm sorry, three ninety nine. Three ninety nine on a book where I'm just like, uh, well, you know. Yeah, I hear you. In, unless it gets better, I got to give it a chance. You you know my thing, gore, gore and carnage, the, the kind of stuff that's depicted in this, especially toward the end of the book when we see our bad guy, the what is the Revelator? The whole time I was thinking about Warren G and Nate Dog. By the way, <laughs> Revelators, Mauna. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about the whole time. 
that stuff doesn't really do it for me. I, I don't like that kind of action. I don't like that kind of gore. It doesn't really move me. So it's not something that I seek out. There's something about this book that I was interested in. And frankly, I wonder, is it only because this character is black that I'm interested in it? Is that the only reason that I think this is interesting? I like the artwork and I clearly like the person writing it, but maybe this is just not enough for me. One thing that I do want to note before we exit from the book, this confused the hell out of me. When they introduce Raymond Kane, many pages into the book, which I'm cool with, they show his name in the lower third, says Raymond Kane, a.k.a. Kyle Richmond. What? What do you mean he's got two completely different first name, last name? I think it's something about him being from a different earth. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Like I'm so I, confused That's by what that. I mean. Like, you know what I think about... I think about when it comes to stuff I do at Bear Fruit and stuff that I always say, nobody cares about your idea as much as you do. You know, nobody cares. Yep. So if you don't make me care, I don't owe you my money. I don't owe you my attention. I don't owe you my double tap. I don't owe you my retweet. I don't owe you my like. I don't owe you my, 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 my book purchase. So you can't please everybody. And even on your best day, somebody's not going to like what you do. So if you don't, pull me in through the stuff that you're doing. If you don't explain it to me in a way that makes me care, mm. then I might be out. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm the kind of guy who's going to give you a book or two or three. Mm-hmm. Somebody else might be like, what? I'm out. I'm, I'm in for a second and, issue. And what I'm saying is, is like, you didn't explain that. Yeah. You just that, said yeah, it. That's, that's right. Yeah. And it it's was, like, so you don't think that you should explain that to me? Don't you think that is pertinent? If it's, if it bears you mentioning on the page, don't you think that is pertinent? I was very confused by that. That actually gave me pause. Like, huh? Am I, am I supposed to make something of that? Is it an Easter egg or should I already know who one of those people are? Is it the same person? I don't know. I had questions and that's a very simple matter. This is this person's name. I'm like, wait, huh? So I will give it props for this. I'll say this at bare minimum. It didn't do that thing that I hate about comics. What's that? My name is Raymond Kane and I am the Nighthawk. It didn't do that. Did not do that. Yeah. So we got an introduction. Look where it got you. And we got an introduction that was actually pretty interesting. We go right into the action. And we have him doing this surveillance thing and kind of disobeying what his his assistant is telling him to do. And I was I was into that. I was happy for that. There's that creative intro that I've been asking for. So I'm with you. I will pick up a second issue. I think we'll both try it out one more time, see where it goes from there. But it's kind of exciting to pick up a Marvel book that I've never heard of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about what, what the rest of the stuff that was in your uh, brown bag today. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, happy brown bag day to you. Happy brown bag day to you as well at the end of the show. We, <laughs> we're doing everything. This is the continuity error issue. This is, this is the flashpoint uh, episode, you know, that you, you realize that's what's happening right now. Of course. Like this, that's why we have Wally West tweaking out right now in, in a lightning bolt and he's screaming at us, please touch my hand. No, I don't touch people. I don't know. remember me. You need to calm down and lower your voice. This is a place of business. Yeah. I'm like Wally, can you not? I'm a little busy. Uh, in the rest of my stack, I, I had our books of the week. Of course, I also picked up East of West number 26 and Captain America number one. And that was it. And then I picked up uh, a little Funko Pop, which is Ooh. from the new Ghostbusters movie. Kevin 
the, what is he? This is he the secretary? I don't know. He's there. Like it's Chris Helmsworth. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he, he happens to bear an uncanny resemblance to me. So I'm, right. I'm expecting royalties to come in for every one of these sold. And what are the uh, chances you think that's going to actually happen? Pretty high, pretty high. Wow, feeling pretty good about that. And I'm I'm excited. Every so look, if you got a comic book shop that has the Kevin action figure, I'm telling you, this is the only time I will ever say go to a uh, a comic book shop and buy a Kevin action figure. That's the least exciting action figure you can buy. Who did you get? Oh, I got Batman. Who did you get? Kevin. Kevin. So I'm I'm stoked on that. That's what I did. What what else is in your stack? Uh, in my stack, so we got Nighthawk number one. Yeah. DC Universe Rebirth number one. Got um Superman 52. I got Justice League 50, because I wanted to catch up with that. Hmm. Um Tokyo Ghost number seven. Ooh. Captain Marvel number five. Oh, totally awesome. Totally awesome. Hulk number Six, yeah, and Captain America number one. Yeah, you had a big day. Yeah, yeah. You do some work on it already. You you had to get through an eighty page book before you got the answer. <sighs> yes, I did. Oof. All right. So um, let's talk about the book of the week for next week. Yes, book of the week for next week. Um, we will confirm on the internet. So follow at Comic Book Junto to be sure. Mm-hmm. But it looks like the book of the week next week should be Batman Rebirth number one. Okay. That's our Tom King Batman. I'm excited um, about it that. It says that's going to come out June 1st. So, um let's let's be sure I'm not sure if that's official, but like I said, we'll confirm. Uh-huh. And also Civil War number 1. Civil War number 1. Civil War 2. Civil War 2 number 1, excuse me. And we didn't have the opportunity to talk about it, but you and I both read Civil War 2 0. I liked it and both of us really liked it. Liked it a lot, like where are going. She-Hulk though. She-Hulk uh. dot She-Hulk monologue. Oh my god. She it's laid so it out good. really well. So good. I'm very excited for Civil War 2 number 1. That that is a very hard to that's difficult to say. We can get through this. Okay. We're going to do this together. All we right. We did a we did a question of the week last time. And we did get a couple of responses, and I appreciate the responses that we got. Uh, that that was really cool. It's 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 interesting to find out what y'all do as a setup and environment for when you're reading comics. I, I like that. Uh, I, I've had a question of the week that maybe we can try out this time that I want to put out there. Um, what character that does not have a book do you really want to see have their own book? Mm. What character does not have a book right now and you really think that character deserves a book? Yes. Because I can think of a dozen of them right off the top of my head that I really want. I really want Marvel to start answering my emails, y'all. Right. It's not happening. Oh, we already know who you want. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're listening to this right now, Tom Bravort. Thank you for leaving five stars and a positive comment. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. But I just want you to, you know, get back to me. Get back to me. Thank you, Tom. That's all I have to say. All right. So send us the answers using hashtag comic book junto. Um, and you can also tweet at Adam and I. We're going to run through our social media drones mm-hmm. right now. Um, why don't you let them know where they can find you on the internet? You can find out what characters that I think should have their own book by following me on Twitter and Instagram. Same name at 
Adam Teteris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. And hey, stop hitting me up and saying I feel stupid about being a Captain America fan. Mm. I feel stupid every day. I don't need this on my plate. I don't need you adding this to it. <laughs> I don't need this on my plate. Gotta deal with myself. It's hard <laughs> yeah. enough. Jeez Louise. Goodness. Jeez Louise. Hail, hail Hydra, everybody. Oh, wow. Uh, how about you, man? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the same thing, at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Mm. Um, we really, really appreciate you guys listening. So do us a favor. Recommend this podcast at one person on Twitter mm-hmm. with the link to this podcast that you want to check this out. We want to expand our conversations. We want to expand our group. We want to expand the people who are discussing this and listening to this. We want to expand the Junto. So we figure people who already like it are probably going to know someone who's like them. So we figure if everybody who listens to this show once a week thinks of a new person that they can reach out to, to share it with, you know, we'll be able to expand our group and meet more people in different lands and different cities, states, countries, even that, want to join the Junto. So help us, help us expand what we're doing by at one person, you know, shoot, put the link in there, put the SoundCloud link in there and say, Hey, check this out. Yeah. And we see when you're doing that, by the way, we, we see when you were recommending to your friends to, to come and join us for the Junto and that's cool as hell. Everybody's invited to this party. So you got somebody who's interested in it. Do it. What Ox says, please, please invite them inside. Word. Do the Wally West thing. Try to reach them. Yes. Try to reach them. Explain who you are and where you're coming from, maybe. I don't have a whole lot of time, but I need you to subscribe to this podcast. Ah! <laughs> That's what you got to do. You got to stage it as if it's something like, ah! Ah, I can't explain right now. Just leave five Hit stars. Subscribe. Hit subscribe. Leave five stars and a positive comment. Ah! Try to take a good amount of time to leave a thoughtful review. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> this podcast just went crazy at the end. Why don't they just let us write DC Rebirth? Hey, man. <laughs> One day we'll get our shot. <sighs> All right. I think that's it. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, you got anything else, Adam? No, we, we're getting sucked back into the speed force, my friend. All right, then. Until next time. Until next Thursday. Peace. Peace. <laughs>